When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, Pete Carroll, and Nick Saban are out at age 72. When do you think you're going to be done at PTI? I'm Tony Kornheiser. I finished six months ago. You're talking to my AI bot. I could do that thing that robots used to do, but I don't think they do that anymore. And by the way, 72 is very young to me, so it's no big deal, you know? AI, a lot more sophisticated now, Tony. This ain't like some bot projection from the 1980s. It's smooth. I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid of AI. I'm afraid of the internet. They're terrible for the universe. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Pete Carroll is out. The Raptors coach is furious, and Troy Aikman joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with Chris Lowe's report for ESPN that Nick Saban is retiring as head coach of Alabama. Saban won six titles at Alabama and another one at LSU. Wilbon, what is your reaction to this? Uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know, Tony, wow. in the lead-up, there was so much time to talk about everything. Did I watch shows where the question was asked and it was usually dismissed? Or there was some talk and there were a couple of shows where people who cover SEC football were saying, wait a minute now. This is possible. And so you, you'd hear all of this discussion, but you still think, okay, and even if you believed it, it's Nick Saban. I mean, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick have dominated football at their respective levels for the last yeah. 15 and 20 years, respectively. Yes. One yes. is now out, and the other could be out. And you just think, wow, college football, Tony, which to me is in total chaos. I mean, I know we're coming off a nice championship game and a college football playoff four and all of that. But college football to me is in a, I'm going to say this as a college football fanatic, a season ticket holder, a booster of a power five conference team. College football is a mess. And maybe we're going to find out in the coming days that Nick Saban's like, you know, what do I need this for? Between the transfer portal and NIL, Tony Even many of the great coaches, successful coaches, Nick Saban always has a top five recruiting class. Many of them are just like, no, enough of this. And I wonder, don't know, wonder how he feels about all that and if there was an impact. So I'm going to like let the viewers know how this show works. And it works is that during the days things happen and you remake whatever you were going to do and you put something in. We found out about Pete Carroll fairly close to the beginning of the show. And I was stunned that Pete Carroll was out. Totally stunned. That's the, this is a factor of 100 over <laughs> Pete Carroll to yes, find out is. that Nick Saban is leaving Alabama. Nick Saban just went to the college football playoffs. Right? He went to overtime with the team that won the college championships. They're going to 12 teams next year. You can pencil him in for the next 20 years. 12 teams. Alabama's always going to be one of the 12. And he's leaving. He's an obsessive coach. He didn't take any days off all year long, basically. I did not see this coming. Can't believe it's happening. And my, and my first thoughts, like yours, is, is 
oh, is Belichick going to leave at the same time? Are we going to lose the best college coach and the best pro coach in a, in a matter of hours or days or something like that? And then I think, do you want this job? Everyone assumes Dabo Sweeney gets the job. Or maybe Kirby Smart moves over from Georgia. He was an assistant there. Or maybe Lane Kiffin or maybe Steve Sarkeesian. They were assistants to Nick Saban. But do you want it? Do you want to follow him? I'm not follow sure him. you want to follow him. No. I'm not sure. And, Nate, Tony, the guys you mentioned, particularly Sarkeesian and Kirby Smart, they can win where they are. One has one where he is. So you don't necessarily yes. need Alabama. But, wow. man, Saban, Tony, if you – if there's – there's no argument to me counter to Nick Saban being the greatest college football coach of all time. There's That's no just, argument. I, I don't know there's one for Belichick me, either because I wouldn't make one no. against Belichick. But You tell me Carroll's out on one day. We're going to get to Carroll right now. In fact, let's move to Pete yeah. Carroll. He's okay. out as head coach at Seattle Seahawks after 14 seasons. That includes 10 playoff appearances, two Super Bowl appearances, and one Super Bowl win. Carroll will stay on as an advisor, whatever that means. As recently as three days ago, Carroll said he expected to be back next season as coach. Wilbur, what do you make of this? Well, Tony, part of it now, I'm sort of thinking about it a little differently than I was an hour ago. But part of it is, and look, you have just passed the age of the two gentlemen we're talking about. I am approaching that. Yeah. And part of it just becomes, and we, I think you and I look differently at this. Do you have to do it all your life? Is it a sentence? If you, do you want have to, to do it your if entire. If you want to, okay, but but I I didn't ask the question that way. I said, do you have to? And so the you answer is to. no. So what? Pete Carroll has no other interest in his life. Nick Saban. While we think, you know, when we saw a different side of Nick Saban with Dion and those stupid Aflac commercials. Do they? Do they? have to only do one thing maybe they thought about other things as they make commercials and they have other things come up in their lives and they say okay well, how much time okay. do i have left and does it all have to be spent coaching maybe saban thought of other things and we just didn't know about it but three days ago pete carroll said i expect to be back i want to be back i got to get better yeah. i got to get my assistants better pete carroll was nine and eight this year and he was nine and eight last year i believe they were in playoff contention. They didn't get to the playoffs. He's had one losing season in 12 years. I, I mean, it's, it's stunner. And, and they've booted him out. There should be no question that they've booted this guy out. Maybe it's the defense, which is his forte, because their ratings lately, the last two years, they were 25th in points against. They were 30th in yards against. And That's the Legion of Boom is gone. But, Mike, I told you yesterday stuff. I was very surprised Vrabel was fired. I am more surprised about Carroll, and it doesn't compare to Saban. It doesn't well, Tony, compare. The restlessness at the top of these NFL franchise pyramids is sort of stunning. It's getting like international soccer and the NHL. I mean, let's talk about Sirianni being fired in Philadelphia if he has a bad game Sunday or Monday or whenever yeah. the Eagles play, even though he was in the Super Bowl 11 months ago. So these things, and by the way, when you're facing that as a coach in this industry, that you can get to the Super Bowl and be fired less than a year later, why do you? Well, I'm going to ask you again: Is that the only thing they can do? They got to be handcuffed to this thing, like a we life do the sentence? jobs we do. We do the jobs we do because we like the jobs. We define ourselves Something. through the jobs. We Something. have a reason to wake up in the morning. You do it, and I do it. I love it. Pete Carroll's one it. of only three guys ever 
to win a college championship and the Super Bowl. There's him yeah. and Barry Switzer and Jimmy John. That's all there are. We move now. And this is a different kind of story, but fabulous. A fabulous rant last night by Toronto Raptors coach Darko Ryakovic. Ryakovic was infuriated that the Lakers went to the foul line 23 times in the fourth quarter and the Raptors went twice and then lost the game by one point. I pray to God we will run this whole rant. <laughs> it's outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in the, in the fourth quarter. They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. Right, uh, Wilbon, does Ryakovich have cause to say all this? Of course he does. <laughs> Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm glad he said it. Come on, yeah. seriously. Tony, look. I know too many referees in the NBA and respect all the ones I know and like a great many, and I'm friends with several. And I don't believe any of these guys is doing something untoward. Can they have a bad game? Yeah. Does it seem like it involves the Lakers a little too often? Yes. And so we're talking about optics here. The league ought to be concerned. I, I think they'll dismiss it because that's what leagues do. They don't really actually want to deal with the specifics. There was a game in, Sac in L.A. in 2002, Tony, a playoff game, where the Lakers shot 27 free throws to Sacramento's nine in the fourth quarter of a playoff game that the Lakers won by four in 2002, game six. And there was an abomination. It was, to me, the low point competitively – and I'm including, obviously, the officiating of the game, of the NBA in my lifetime. And the league basically just sort of wanted to just move it aside. And that's what's going to happen here, and he's going to get a big fine, but good for him. Seriously, the Lakers deserved every damn free throw that was taken in that game, a critical point. Enough. It looks bad. It smells, and I'm not implying that anything happened untoward. Yeah, so I didn't see the game, so I don't know if the Lakers made any fouls, but I love this rant. This is a $100,000 fine if I have ever seen one or heard yeah. one. He actually called the refereeing crap. That was his word. He said that there was no integrity of the game, and he implied to me, and I know to you, that Adam Silver wants the Lakers to win and wants Toronto not to win, which both of us believe for television purposes. He said of his own player, he said he was infuriated that his own player, Scotty Barnes, who he also said was going to be the face of the league, which is a getting much. a little out ahead of your skis on this one. But he said that, you know, he was infuriated he only got two shots during the entire game. I mean, you, you look at something like this. I loved the rant so much that I want my grandsons to play for this guy. <laughs> That's how much I loved it. Tony, here's a problem real quickly for the league. This league, more than any professional sports league in the world, faces talk all the time about conspiracies, and who the league wants to win. And they want the Lakers and the Celtics and lately the Warriors, and before that the Bulls, and they want and they them. Do. And here's what they'll do to and manipulate it. The league faces this talk. Now, do they care? Okay. Maybe not. But oh, games okay. like well, last because, night don't Because the don't Lakers help. the Lakers have big stars and they're a glamour team. And Toronto yeah. is not a glamour team. And Scotty Barnes, notwithstanding, they don't have any big stars. The only big star no, they, they ever don't. had walked away after a one-year rental and went to the Clippers. That's the problem here. There's yeah. no equity. There's a great disparity. Let's take a break. Coming up, we will ask Troy Aikman for his reaction to Pete Carroll being out and Bill Belichick being in limbo. 
We'll also ask him why he thinks the Packers have had such great continuity at quarterback. He's my quarterback. This guy should ask GoFundMe, and millions of people will give him. Part in the interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Grey Goose, part of Happy Hour. Let's get back into the NFL with Hall of Fame quarterback and ESPN Monday Night Football analyst Troy Aikman out of the booth, doesn't have to wear a tie, wearing the T-shirt that he always wears with us, makes me so happy. Let's start with this. Guys you know well, Pete Carroll, he's out. Bill Belichick is up in the air. How do you feel when you see legendary coaches like them in the positions they are in today? Well, I, I hate to see it, Tony, um, because you're right. They've been such a, a, a part of the fabric of the NFL for so long. But I, I, I think it's a reminder of just that nothing lasts forever. We see great players this past year. We saw Tom Brady, who retired, and, and we can go through the whole list of guys. And, and the same thing holds true for coaches. So sometimes players, oftentimes players aren't able to leave on their own terms uh, or they go to other teams. On, on someone else's terms. And uh, and we're seeing that, of course, right now, this week. This is a popular time uh, amongst coaches for the changes that are taking place. But I didn't anticipate that we would see Pete Carroll leave in Seattle after this season. I, uh, I didn't see that one coming at all. The Packers are at the Cowboys. Tony and I watched Jordan Love, and we come away unable to, to avoid the comparison to Favre and Rodgers, sometimes even physically, some of the traits, some of the characteristics. You can tell us, please, if we're nuts. But beyond that, Troy, why are the Packers able to find a continuity and like hardly anybody else is able to do that? Well, I, I, think, to, I think for the similarities of those three, it, it, it does make sense because remember that Aaron Rodgers backed up Brett Favre for a few years, and so he learned a little bit of what he did and how he did it. And the same was true for Jordan Love. He then was able to sit and watch Aaron Rodgers finish out his career with the Packers, and and he does do a lot of things 
that he picked up from from watching Aaron Rodgers. So so that's not totally surprising to me as far as you know the continuity from Favre to Rodgers to now Love. Uh, it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, uh, obviously, it's a, a blessing of riches for the Packers, but I can't say that they've got the the quarterback market cornered because it's been a different general manager that's selected each one of those players. You know, of course, Favre was traded for with Ron Wolf, but uh, for them to be able to to have quality quarterback play for as long as they've had it. Uh, it, I think it's more luck than anything else. And, and I don't want to take anything away from those people that evaluated the quarterbacks and brought them in. But as we all know, uh, it's a flip of a coin as to whether or not a first-round pick is going to go on and ultimately do what they've been able to do. But I would also add that that all three of these quarterbacks uh, had really good coaching along the way as well, which has made a big difference for them. We will get you out of here on this. You're going to do – the Monday night game, the Eagles and the Buccaneers on Monday night. The Eagles have lost five out of six games. What is your theory as to why they are struggling with every time they go out there? Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's been hard to watch, and it's and it's obviously uh, no one really knows exactly what is the cause of it. What, as someone who's been on teams that have have self-imploded, which is basically what has happened to the Eagles. I, I don't think it's just about the defense. I don't think it's just about the offense. And I and I don't think it's just about whatever injuries they've had on both sides of the ball. I, I think this is within the organization, the changes that they made at the defensive coordinator position. Uh, but I just sense that it, it, this goes well beyond anything that we've seen on the field. Uh, it's at the coaching level. I think it's at the executive level. Uh, and nothing that happens when this season ends, they've got to get past Tampa. It might end after this week. But when this season ends, short of reaching the Super Bowl, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if anything happens. I mean, there's been talk as to whether or not the head coach's job is safe, uh, what might occur on the coaching staff, what players might be gone. Uh, but I think it may even run deeper than that. But time will tell. But uh, they have not they have not been anything close to the team that we saw last year that represented the NFC in the postseason. Thank you, as always, Troy. Thanks Troy, for being with us. appreciate it. Thank you much. You bet. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the defensive coordinator drama with the New York Giants. It's over. Are we sure? Are we certain about that? And Kawhi Leonard so. gets an unexpected extension. What does that mean for the Clips? With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Pardon the interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 49th birthday, Jake DeLome. Bryce Young struggled in his first season with the Carolina Panthers, but DeLome did not. In 2004, DeLome led the team to the Super Bowl where he threw for 323 yards and three touchdowns, but the Patriots won on Adam Vinatieri's 41-yard field goal with four seconds left. Of course, DeLome was no rookie. He was 28, whereas Young is 22. DeLome recently told the Charlotte Observer, quote, the best advice I would give him is, hey, buddy, I promise you it's going to get better. You feel like the world is caving in on you, but the game will slow down. Well, DeLome was an older rookie, Tony, because he played for the Amsterdam Admirals and the Frankfurt Galaxy in something called NFL Europe, I know you remember. Yeah, I remember. I do. Well, not well, but I remember it. Happy anniversary, Bud Grant. This is posthumous, but on this day eight years ago, the then 88-year-old legendary Vikings coach went out for the ceremonial coin toss wearing a golf shirt, despite the game-time temperature in Minnesota registering a bone-chilling minus six degrees. Seriously, how tough was Bud Grant? Grant Grant was was head coach of the Vikings from 1967 to 1985 coaching players like Fran Tarkenton and the iconic Purple People Eaters. Minnesota reached the Super Bowl four times in eight years, beginning in the 1969 season, but did not win. Grant won 11 division titles, had an overall record of 158, 96, and five, and was voted into the Hall of Fame in 1994. But Grant died last March at the age of 95. Tony, if we do most famous Minnesotans, like a a, a Mount Rushmore of just Minnesota people, Grant and yeah. Prince. We start with yeah. Bud Grant and Prince. Well, who else? Hubert yeah. Humphrey? Lou Grant? Yeah, Mary Richards. Uh, Mary, Mary Richards. Richards. Okay, Mary all right. Richards. Then we just did it. Okay. We just did it. We finished it. Good. Not Abby trails Luke Getze. The Bears today fired their offensive coordinator and four other members of the offensive staff, but they will be keeping head coach Matt Eberflus. No word yet as to what this means for Justin Fields' future with the Bears. General Manager Ryan Poles said today of his plan for the number one pick, this is a quote, in my mind right now, I'm going to take this all the way to April, unquote. Yeah. Yeah, Tony, you got to take it all the way to April. That meaning, of course, the draft and all these options the Bears have. They took one off the table today. Even if it wasn't, the, the seeming option of Jim Harbaugh is not there if you keep Eber right. flus. But, Tony, this is the way it had to go. Getsy in the offense is the problem. The defense got better. The offense is still going, why? I don't know what it means for Justin Fields, but th- this is the good start. This is the decision that needed to be made. Mike, I don't have skin in the game. I'm not on a text chain with famous Bears in the Hall of Fame like you are. <laughs> if it was my team, 
I would not want to give Justin Fields a big second contract. The new contract, I, I would try to trade him for yeah. number one pick if I could. And what I would do yeah. with the number one overall this year is I would draft the kid from USC. Of Caleb course, it would Caleb Williams because I think the upside is even a little bit higher. Yeah. I think so. Understood. Anyway, let's go to Understood. the big finish. The Clippers and Kawhi Leonard reached agreement on an extension for next season. Is that significant? Yeah, the money is three years, 150 mil plus. And they're moving into a new stadium, Tony. And Kawhi Leonard, if he's healthy, as we see right now, can still lead a team. He can because he's doing it. The Heat and Coach Spo reportedly agreed to an extension. Eight years, 120 mil. Is that deserved? He's a really good coach. He gets more out of less than almost anybody in the NBA. Agreed. Always yep. in the playoffs. The New York Giants and defensive coordinator Wink Martindale mutually agreed to part ways. Are you surprised? I don't, not really. If, if people were cursing at each other and Martindale was cursing at Brian Dayball, as was reported, eh? Connor Bedard's broken jaw. Man, going to keep him out six to eight weeks. He's going to miss the All-Star game. I'm disappointed. Are you? I'm going, whoa. The other day they said he'd missed seven games. Now he's missing six to eight weeks. Yeah. That's a big disparity. A last time. One, both number one Purdue and number two Houston lost last night. Is that significant? No, nobody's going undefeated. This isn't Indiana 1976-77. They're all going to lose. No, it's not significant. Those two are making the tournament. We are out of time. We'll try to do better the next time. Dr. Parag Bono, thank you. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. Double dose of countdown, 7.30 Eastern on ESPN, 8 o'clock on ABC. And now... Live TV ain't nothing like it.